This is the Regular Pastor Podcast, a podcast devoted to regular pastors who serve in regular churches. My name is Landon Coleman. I am a regular pastor. I serve at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Odessa, Texas. This is season four of the Regular Pastor Podcast. This is the last episode in season four for 2021. Uh, The next time we post, it will be 2022. But season four uh, in 2021 and 2022 is devoted to books. And as I read books, I'm thinking about ideas. And as I pull out those ideas, I'm trying to think about the ministry of regular pastors. The book that I want to talk about today is titled Lead, subtitle, 12 Gospel Principles for Leadership in the Church. The author is Paul David Tripp. Crossway is the publisher. This book has 227 pages. It has a very short index at the end. There is a preface and an introduction followed by 12 chapters. This book came out in 2020. And for most people who listen to a podcast like this one or who read Christian books, Paul Tripp is a familiar name. He is a best-selling author. He's written dozens and dozens of books. Uh, He is best known, certainly, for writing, but it's not all that he's done in his ministry. He has planted a church. He started a Christian school. He's authored worship songs, uh, toured with a Christian band, taught as a professor at prestigious uh, seminaries and universities, served as a lay elder uh, at various churches. He is famous for his trademark mustache and glasses, Uh, He has a desire to apply the gospel to all aspects of life. In fact, several places I've heard him or read uh, Tripp talk about the fact that he has really only written one book about the gospel and then has rewritten it and applied it to different aspects of life and ministry. He is known uh, as a counselor, somebody who is committed to offering wise and biblical counseling to those in need. The big idea of the book you can find on page 17. Tripp comes right out and he tells you, I'm writing this book. This is a quote. I'm writing this book because very often behind the failure of a pastor is a weak and failed leadership community. We don't just have a pastoral crisis. I'm convinced from conversation after conversation with pastors and their leadership that we have a leadership crisis. And so in this book, Trip is encouraging Christian leadership teams to be shaped by six gospel values. Here's the six gospel values that form the foundation of this book. Number one, humility. Number two, dependency. Number three, prepared spontaneity. Number four, inspection. Number five, protection. And number six, restoration. Those six gospel values flow into the 12 gospel principles that make up the 12 chapters of this book. So let's talk about a few important ideas from the book Lead by Paul Tripp. Uh, One of the important ideas that you take away from this book is that there is a relationship between leadership and achievement, and that relationship needs to be understood rightly. Most leadership teams focus heavily on achievement when they think about leadership. You know this is an issue in your church or your organization if achievement, benchmarks, dominate meetings, control job descriptions, 
determine how you define success and failure, silence communication within the organization, uh, make you view disciples as consumers and the gospel as a product, make you view people as obstacles, and ultimately uh, move leaders to take credit for the things that only God can do, namely kingdom growth. This is a dangerous, dangerous thing in the United States of America. We are pragmatists. We are achievers. We like to measure things. We like to quantify and categorize success in very visible, practical ways. And leaders in Christian organizations need to be very careful that they don't fall into the trap of equating and maybe you could say conflating leadership with achievement. It's a danger that pastors and ministry leaders have got to watch out for. It's also important to understand, this is a second important idea in the book, that gospel work is spiritual warfare. Too many leaders don't recognize that they are susceptible to temptation. Too many leadership teams don't pray for each other to be faithful and holy and obedient. Too often leaders don't think about the satanic temptations to pride and control and ego that come with positions of leadership. All of these realities, leaders need to be aware of them. And leaders need to remember that when you go into gospel work, especially as a leader, you are entering into spiritual warfare. A third truth or a third important idea from the book, and this is a huge one, uh, pastors, ministry leaders must remember that our ministry role is not our identity. Tripp says this on page 160, where your leaders look for identity always determines how they lead. Where the leader looks for his or her identity always determines the way that he or she will lead. Our identity must, it must be rooted in Christ. We must not, never, never, to bring this full circle, we must never root our identity in achievement or benchmarks or metrics or worldly definitions of success, or numbers, or buildings, or budgets, or platforms, or publishing contracts, or any of the rest of it. But we have got to keep our identity rooted in Christ. We've got to be gospel people through and through. And when we do that, when we keep our identity rooted in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, our ministry role will not become our identity. But when you begin to falter, on gospel foundations, when you begin to falter on finding your identity in Christ, you will inevitably be tempted to find your identity in your particular ministry role, and that's a dangerous thing. I'd like to read to you my favorite quote from the book. It comes from uh, the, the last chapter, principle number 12, and it's towards the end of that chapter, and I just would like to read a, an extended section here. This is on page 219. Tripp says this, Effective long-term ministry leadership takes courage. Let me read that part one more time before I continue. Effective long-term ministry leadership takes courage. Tripp goes on to explain, You will face opposition. You will endure accusations, misunderstandings, and questions about your qualifications. 
At times, precious relationships will be strained and family burdens will weigh you down. Physical illness and weakness might at time make ministry look impossible and you'll feel weak and unable, not up to the task God has assigned you. The enemy will taunt and tempt. At times, your work will bear no visible fruit. You'll be tempted to fantasize about an easier place or ministry. There may be times when you feel undervalued and underappreciated. At times, you might feel overburdened by trying to balance family ministry with your gospel ministry, and it seems you're not doing either well. To go back to the idea that started that whole quote, Tripp says, he just reminds us, he's honest with us, that effective long-term ministry leadership takes courage. We are going into a spiritual battle. We are leading in a context in the United States of America that thinks very differently about leadership and influence than what Jesus describes for us in the New Testament. Leadership is a dangerous calling. Tripp has actually written a book about that, Dangerous Calling. You know, recently I listened to the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, a podcast that has been pretty popular and talked about. One of the final episodes featured Paul Tripp and uh, talked about how Paul Tripp was on the board that was trying to oversee uh, the pastors and the leadership at Mars Hill uh, at the tail end of Mark Driscoll and his ministry there. As I read this book and as I reread this book uh, in preparation for this podcast, I can't help but think of that situation at Mars Hill. Uh, I can't help but think of other situations when you have seen leadership failures that are not just pastoral senior leadership issues, they're leadership team issues. And it's a reminder that leadership especially spiritual leadership, really is a dangerous calling. In terms of critique or criticism, uh, I really don't have any. This book is typical trip. Uh, it's reflective of his writing and that there's a lot of repetition. There are a lot of examples. There are a lot of parallel statements that at times get a bit repetitious, but the repetition does serve a purpose, and it drives his point home, and it provides... Uh, a myriad of application and examples of what he is trying to talk about in this book, Making the Gospel the Center of Leadership. Goodreads uh, clocks this book in at a 4.47. I gave it a 4. Uh, it's not my favorite book on leadership, but is really, really good. And the warnings and the cautions that are presented here uh, are, are very helpful. Who should read this book? I think pastors who lead congregations, should always be reading about leadership. We never arrive as leaders, and we've always got to be thinking and reading and stretching ourselves uh, in the category or in the responsibility of leadership. I think men and women who lead various ministries, I think board members, elders, deacons, people tasked with overseeing ministry in a local church setting or in a ministry setting would also benefit from this book. Uh, 12 Gospel Principles for Leadership in the Church. These principles are helpful, and they can guide pastors, and not just senior pastors alone or CEOs or leaders or directors of ministries alone, but also leadership teams. That's an important thing that Tripp brings out in this book. Thanks for listening to the Regular Pastor Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes 
Thanks in advance for a great rating. You can follow Regular Pastor online at regularpastor.com, and you can find me on Goodreads by searching for Landon Coleman. If you've got a book recommendation or request, let me know, Landon at emmanuelodessa.com. Until next year, this is The Regular Pastor, out. Out.